Welcome back to another episode of Consciously Clueless. I'm your host, Carly, and I'll be your guide on this journey from consciousness to cluelessness and back around again. Today on the podcast, I thought it would be good to dive into veganism and diet culture. We heard from Brooklyn Palmer last week on the pod about becoming a vegan doctor, anti-diet culture, and so many other amazing things that she shared. Totally check out last week's episode. But something she highlighted was this idea of diet culture in veganism. So let's take a closer look at what that is, what that means, and what we can do about it. Here we go. In 2016, Mint Mobile was born because its founders thought that Big Wireless was, well, dumb. So they decided it was time to create a smarter wireless company, one that extends its middle finger to conventional truths while also pointing out where Big Wireless is letting people down. They're online only. You can buy plans that are three month, six month, 12 month, no contracts, choose to stay as long as you want. There are no overages. There's no surprises. There's just no BS. And for someone who lives in a remote area like myself, I can attest to the fact that the service is great and I have truly had no problems and oftentimes is better than the big wireless companies I was with before. To find out more about how Mint Mobile can work for you, Hit the link in the show notes so they know that I sent you. This podcast is supported by Who Gives a Crap. Who Gives a Crap is an eco-friendly toilet paper company that donates 50% of its profits to help ensure everyone has access to clean water and a toilet within our lifetime. Who Gives a Crap has donated almost 8 million U.S. dollars to nonprofit organizations who help provide clean water and toilets all over the world. Who Gives a Crap is delivered straight to your door with carbon-neutral delivery. I love that it comes that way. I don't have to think about it. It's an automatic subscription, and I want you to try it. You can check out Who Gives a Crap and get $10 off your first order over $54 with the code CARLY10. That's C-A-R-L-Y-10, or check out the link in the show notes. Okay, veganism and diet culture. Where do we even begin? There is a lot that could be talked about here. I imagine this is something I'll probably follow up on, but I think it's something really important and I haven't talked about much on here, so I'm excited to dive in. Let's actually start with defining some terms, some kind of like, what are we talking about here? First of all, when we talk about veganism, I've talked about this on the podcast before, Veganism and plant-based dieting often get used interchangeably, but they're actually quite different. Veganism is a philosophy and a lifestyle based on the belief that we shouldn't be exploiting or harming animals, and that we certainly don't need them to live a happy and healthy life ourselves. Now, that will include eating a plant-based diet. So someone could eat a plant-based diet, a majority plant-based diet, and not necessarily see it as a part of a vegan lifestyle choice that they are making. They might not avoid animal products in clothing or in house products or in beauty products or whatever else it is. It's just maybe a choice for health. 
which is totally fine. So that is the first thing we have to keep in mind. Those terms get used interchangeably. I know I'm guilty of it, but they are actually two different things. Now, when we're talking about diet culture, many of you listening, if not every single one of you listening, have had some sort of interaction with diet culture in our world. In our world, we are constantly fed these ideas, these images. It's a culture. It's socially, medically encouraged. It's disordered eating. So I wanted to read a few of these bullet points I found from this amazing article that I'll share in the show notes about what diet culture is and how it presents itself in everyday situations. Of course, this list isn't exhaustive, but it is a few really good ones that I think we'll all kind of relate to. Diet culture is commenting to others that you haven't eaten all day or you've only eaten a salad in a celebratory way. It's believing that you have the right to comment on someone else's body because you are, quote, concerned for their health. It is asking your friends and family if something makes you look fat. It's commenting on someone's appearance and using thinness as a qualifier for their beauty. It's justifying the foods you eat, especially in front of other people. For example, saying, I'll have this donut, but then I have to go to the gym after to burn off those calories. Those are a few of many examples that we could point to of the harmful diet culture in our world. Now, some of those statements might sound familiar. That is not a judgment. Some of them sound familiar to me. And also some of them in different contexts maybe make sense for you. And remember, these are just examples. These might not be as relevant to you as other things you've experienced as a part of harmful diet culture. You pretty much can't go into a bookstore, got even a gas station, without seeing a magazine or a headline about dieting, about the newest way to lose weight, the newest way to have a summer body, which, reminder, if you have a body, it is a summer body. There are tons of messages for us to make us feel bad about what we're eating. So how does this relate to veganism? Unfortunately, veganism is not outside of the realm of feeling the effects of diet culture. There are, of course, people within the vegan movement that are perpetuating these harmful diet culture threads and themes. There are books and even some of the documentaries and many influencers that are vegan but talk about it in a way that is very restrictive and is very damaging. It is this idea that being vegan means you only eat lettuce and that you suddenly become the epitome of health. And oftentimes that's tied to body image. So what happens here? One, you don't have to be in tip-top health shape, whatever that means to you and whatever that looks like for your body, to be vegan. You can certainly find all the alternatives, all the fun snacks, all of those things. You can find vegan versions. Now, this isn't to say those foods are better or worse. 
Of course, my perspective is that if we have the privilege and access, nourishing our body with the most whole foods, plant-based options we can will make us feel best. But that doesn't mean that ice cream is bad or that chips are bad. When we think of these bad foods, we start to feel this guilt and this shame. And a lot of that comes in with the vegan community. If you're following these influencers that make you feel like anything outside of eating a smoothie is not being healthy enough or vegan enough, you might give up because that feels really, really shitty if you can't do it perfect, right? And really, I think a blend of whole foods that are nourishing your body and fun, processed vegan foods that are coming out is actually going to be like a more fun food experience, right? There are treats. There are cool things to try. It's up to you to decide what that looks like at the end of the day. And what's most important is how you feel about your health and about your body, not about how you look. But that is a huge problem in the vegan community. Something that drives me absolutely nuts. Maybe this is a topic for another podcast someday. But this idea of ex-vegans, if you follow vegan accounts or YouTubers or whatever it is, there seems to be these these people, these influencers, these past vegans, ex-vegans who come out and say they've gone back to eating animal products because they were not doing well, they weren't healthy, veganism was harming them. And oftentimes I would argue that it's really disordered eating. A lot of those influencers were eating raw and nothing but smoothies all day. And if that works for you, that's great. But oftentimes we need more than that. And so veganism or plant-based eating is blamed for bad health when really it's restrictive, disordered eating that we can attribute to diet culture that is often making people kind of change their ideas around being vegan. And I hate when veganism is blamed or a plant-based diet. See, even I do it. A plant-based diet is blamed for this kind of disordered eating. They're, they're two different things. This idea of making sure you are eating the most healthy foods or not eating anything processed or being upset when oil or salt comes into play can be kind of a red flag. If it's that restrictive, you might be setting yourself up for a slippery slope of avoiding more and more foods and really setting yourself up for some disordered eating. Now, of course, I'm not a doctor. I look at nutrition. I help people with plant-based nutrition. I am not trying to tell you that you are or aren't experiencing disordered eating, but there are some things to keep in mind if you are struggling with a plant-based diet or seeing damaging things within the vegan movement around diet culture, which is totally fair. I've been in some Facebook groups that are vegan-based that are kind of a nightmare scenario when it comes to people talking about bodies and health and what veganism means in all of that. So I love these suggestions from Taylor Wolfram about what do we do? So we know that this is a problem. Diet culture is a problem in the world and in veganism. 
how can we keep that in mind? How can we counteract that? How can we move through that? So where we started in the beginning of this episode, remembering that veganism is not a diet. If you are vegan, you are making a choice for the planet, for yourself, for the animals, and that is bigger than what is on your plate. That is many things. If you're eating plant-based, then that is also bigger than just salads, right? If you got into veganism for dieting or health reasons, like I did, that was totally where I started. That's okay, but know where you're at now. Are those still your same reasons? Are you more into food justice? I think if you are identifying as vegan, it is important to have knowledge about the other pillars of veganism beyond just food so it doesn't become an obsessive thing. It might be time to challenge some food rules that you have. Maybe there are things you learned from culture, from family, from people in your life that you need to let go of. Plant-based eating and veganism as a lifestyle can be really fun and enjoyable and really delicious. I have vegan dilly bars in my freezer right now. I mean, hello, it's 2022. There are so many fun options. If you don't have any health conditions that you've worked with a doctor, that there are some restrictions in your diet, make sure to explore some of those other fun things. Do you have hangups about salt or sugar? Maybe you can make a list. Are there foods you avoid? And really ask yourself that hard question of why are you avoiding them? Do you have good reason? Do you have something from a doctor? Or is it just something you heard once that you shouldn't eat and you don't really know why? This is such good advice. This next one is, I've talked about this before and I love this. Unfollow and unsubscribe from problematic content. If you are following people on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or Pinterest or I'm forgetting some million TikTok or whatever, unfollow, unsubscribe, tell diet culture to fuck off because we're not here for that anymore. And if you are following social media accounts or newsletters that make you feel shitty and promote restriction in ways that aren't helpful to you, maybe it's time to unfollow them. Maybe that's not helping you anymore. Maybe it was at one point, but this anti-diet culture, I think, is going to be really helpful in not only helping people at large have better relationships with food and health, but specifically in the vegan movement, I think it will make it easier for people to feel like they can be a part of this movement if it doesn't feel gross and restrictive. So on the flip side of that, that means follow positive and diverse vegan accounts. I mean, this is so important, positive and diverse So you should be following people that are making you feel good about being vegan and having fun with it. They post a variety of food, not just green juice. And following diverse vegan accounts, I mean, there are so many amazing vegan activists, vegan food bloggers that are vegans of color, vegans who are fat, disabled, LGBTQIA+, all of the above. Make sure you have a varied mix 
of vegans to follow. It is so, so important and you will learn so much more. If you are really getting into this and want more community of people who are vegan or plant-based, there are really fun vegan Facebook groups. There are some Facebook groups, like I mentioned before, that are just kind of they're just shit. They just they're just are bad. And you can gauge that when looking at the posts. Is it about criticism? Is it making people feel bad because they're not perfect? Or are there really cool conversations about food and conversations about what fun new things are happening or about veganism in other ways that don't just talk about food? So it doesn't feel like that's all you're learning about. And this one's really important too. I love use evidence-based vegan nutrition resources. So if you are interested in nutrition, that's great. There are a lot of amazing benefits to eating plant-based nutrition-wise that you can totally be into and learn about. Make sure you're learning about it from trusted resources. Nutritionfacts.org is my go-to because it is such a reputable source. You can read all the sources. You can read all the studies this information is coming from. There's more out there. But make sure you're looking at resources that are not somebody on Instagram who says, eat kale every day and you'll live forever. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't eat kale, but you know what I mean. Setting boundaries is really important too. If you feel like you need to Tell people, like, when you talk about food in that way, it actually is really hard for me. Or when we talk about veganism as only being salads and strawberries, that's really hard for me. Like, share that maybe you don't want to talk about food in this way. Set those boundaries. You don't have to follow or talk with or converse with these conversations that are making you feel like shit. You can have those discussions with a trusted professional, with a nutritionist, with a doctor, but it doesn't have to be in a Facebook group. And in that vein, working with a professional is really, really important. So if you are trying to transition to a more sustainable, overall plant-based lifestyle, that is my bread and vegan butter. That is what I love to do. I can totally help you with that. If you want a registered nutritionist, that's not me. But there are amazing people out there, amazing vegan nutritionists that are not going to promote harmful diet culture stereotypes. And if you think that you have some issues with disordered eating that you need more help with, talk to a doctor, talk to a therapist, because that's not something that someone on Instagram can necessarily solve for you. You know, following the best accounts is helpful. But if that's something you need to work out before kind of diving into more nutrition and more plant-based eating, that's okay too. That's really important to figure out where those things are coming from. At the end of the day, remember that you are in charge of your body and you need to make the decisions that best fit where your health goals, where your life goals, whatever works for you. If you are feeling really restricted and confined in the vegan movement, eating plant-based, 
I am here to remind you that you can open up that world. It can be much more exciting and it doesn't have to feel bad. Do what feels best for you at the end of the day. That's most important. Thanks for listening to another episode of Consciously Clueless. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends, put it on social media. Don't forget to tag me. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods, leave a review. Reviews and shares help more people to see the podcast and join in on the fun. If you want to make sure to stay up to date on future episodes, follow me at Consciously Carly on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Pinterest, and head to consciouslycarly.com to sign up for the newsletter. Ready for more Conscious Living content? Check out patreon.com slash consciouslycarly and join the exclusive community over there. And finally, if you're ready to take better care of yourself and the world, let's work together. Click the link in the show notes to head to the website, find out more, and schedule a free discovery call with me. Chat soon.